Let the conversation continue with BetMGM tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Trista Crick, Nick Ashew. Good stuff from Sean Marash. J.P. Finley, a little, little look inside look at what the Giants can or can't do tomorrow, what the Commanders maybe will do against the, uh, you know, the Bills. A lot of props. A lot of props to kind of dig into, I think, for those games. A lot of good stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of good insight in terms of... I got to go back and listen, actually. Because sometimes I don't, like, take notes when I'm listening. Mm-hmm. I just... I think that the Jahan Dotson uh, information was really important. Uh, I think Terry McLaurin, for sure, is, a, is the look. Um, I actually still do like Brian Robinson. Brian Robinson, if you look at his stats, eight... 18 carries in week two, 19 carries in week one, mm-hmm. 87 yards rushing, 59 yards rushing, and 42 yards receiving uh, all on two receptions in week two. So, I mean, a rushing and receiving number, I think, is 69 and a half. Nice. Uh, 69 and a half is right, yeah. And so I think that's the look. I think that's the look. Yeah, he he's clearly turning himself into the, the feature back there. And yeah. I can just tell you this, Antonio Gibson, there's always been – Fumble issues, yeah, and it's continued this year. He's got a lot of fumbleitis. Tim Fumblebituka. So there's a, there's a lot of that there, and you're going to see more and more. I think of Brian Robinson moving forward. And when you have a young quarterback, you want to be able to have a, a running back or running backs you can give the ball to to be like, all yeah. right, let's take some of the pressure off of our young quarterback. And that's what Ron Rivera and Washington's doing right now. So yeah, I would kind of dabble into some of those as more of the props trickle out as it goes on. Terry McLaurin, I think, is the more comfortable one. Even though I was very high on Jahan Dotson coming into the season and the chemistry that was there with with how it, Terry McLaurin is the better receiver still. For sure. And you're, you're, you're seeing clearly some of the catches he's able to make. One of the best pass catchers in the NFL when he's like under pressure, right? Like he's somebody that he can go up and make the plays. Doesn't matter if he's got two guys draped on him. So, yeah, I would sort of look at those as, as early ones. Speaking of pass catchers, too, Jalen Waddles in concussion protocol still for the Dolphins. And that's – I mean, listen, when you have Tyreek Hill, you've always got yourself a go-to guy and Jalen Waddles. So, like, one, the other, like you're, you're in a good spot, but – that's going to be something to really keep an eye on as as the week goes on. Because if you don't have Jalen Waddle, I mean, look, as great as it is to have Tyree Kill, when you have two receivers, one on each side of the football, or one on each side of the field, that you can get the football to, you're going to have the defense stay honest in both ways. And right now, the Dolphins are 6.5-point favorites at home against the Broncos, who are 0-2 in desperate. Totals 48.5 in that. That probably doesn't move the line much, but that at least gives... I think it moves it a little. You think it moves a little, like half a point, maybe? Maybe one full point. You think a full point for Jalen Waddle? I mean, I immediately saw it and thought to myself, huh, I think I like the Broncos now. I like the under a lot, 48.5. Mm-hmm. But that's a meaningful... Like, that's a meaningful player to not play. Like a really meaningful player. Mm-hmm. I love Jalen Waddle, number two receiver, as we know. And you look at his stats and what he's done. I mean, he's just been a really consistent player for them. Uh, I'm trying to pull up his game log right now in terms of what he's done. Eight receptions, 164 yards so far this season. So six targets, five targets. Yeah, he's just 86 yards in week two, 78 yards. Uh, in week two, in week one, didn't carry the ball at all. But here's the thing: like that changes how you use and how you're scheming uh, for Tyree Kill. If you don't have Jalen Waddle, mm-hmm. you can just load up, triple team him. And he's Christian Gonzalez did a really really good job against Tyree Kill last last week. Tyree Kill was supposed to have the best matchup of any wide receiver because he went against this rookie Christian Gonzalez. 
as much as you can do it, locked his ass up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if you don't have Jalen Waddle there, uh, man, Broncos, Broncos are a very, very nice play. Yeah, and they were able to get after Mac Jones last week. They pressured him 20 times, you know, four sacks. That was, yeah, they had that field goal block. But for the most part, I mean, the the Dolphins looked like a team that has, you know, like, they're, they're doing things on both sides of the football right now. Yeah. I, and I, I think that's what the key is going to be for them is as great as they are offensively, they got to be able to get some stops. They got to be able to get pressure on the quarterback. And if they can get after. Russell Wilson, who's already under pressure, who's in his own head, who's got his coach now essentially calling him out without fully calling him out like Justin Fields did his coaching staff today. Uh, there, there's a lot on the line and a lot of pressure on the on the Broncos. And that makes them – it can make them two things, right? It can make them a dangerous team because, you know, their backs are against the wall. Or it can make them a desperate team that goes out there, overcompensates, makes some mistakes – and then the Dolphins end up blowing this thing out of the water. Yeah, I think for me, the fact that the total is 48 and a half is really interesting because mm-hmm. it's higher than it was against the Patriots. And let's be honest, I think the Patriots offensively are just as good as the Broncos in terms of what they can do. Right. And the Broncos obviously put up a ton of points last week, but week one, not so much. Uh, against the Dolphins, I'm very curious how this is going to go. I kind of like the under. Yeah, I mean, it's really just, if you look at the Broncos right now, a team that put up 16 points week one alone, and then they, you blow that lead to Washington, and you just go like, they, they just don't look right. So ha- having an under in a game that's a, a good defensive team in the Dolphins and the pressure that's on them there, I don't think that that's out of the realm of possibility. The Ravens, too, like right now they're looking at Odell Beckham Jr., the ankle injury John Harbaugh said today. It's not, it's not a major one. But the question becomes, like, workload the rest of the week. Like, we're early in the week right now where guys are sitting out practice you know, Tuesday and Wednesday, and they're trying to nurse it so they get back to at least a a decent percentage of health where they can play over the weekend. But I think that's another one that you really keep an eye on. Obviously, with Jalen Waddle concussion, very different story than something like an ankle that said, you know, not not a huge deal for Odell Beckham Jr. But with Zay Flowers and what he's been able to do, let's say Odell Beckham Jr. can't go. You still got, like, I'm targeting Zay Flowers everything in that game. It's already been overs all the way through with him. I don't care if the defense knows there's no Oldo Beckham Jr. and it's more Zay Flowers. He's going to make plays and they're going to make sure that he gets the football in his hands. Yeah. No, Zay Flowers is is obviously the guy there. Obviously the guy. I'm concerned obviously about Odell. He got a little banged up during that game. Um, But yeah, I mean, Rashad Bateman looks really good. Mark Andrews looks really good. They all just have to stay healthy. Jadavian Clowney also just dealing kind of with like an illness, they're saying. I mean, this is like everything's starting to trickle out now, so these are like the things you gotta just keep an eye on. Justice Hill, the running back for them, he's got a he's got a toe injury. That's turf toe, right, Scott? It's actually turf toe for I Justice Hill. I believe that's what the reports are saying. So yes. we know that that can linger, and you already have a depleted backfield if you're the Ravens. Yeah. So if Justice Hill isn't out there on top of that, I mean Gus Edwards is another guy that you're gonna sit there and 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 I mean it's just the Ravens, they just God, they can't stay healthy. Like, no. at all. I just don't understand it. They're on an Indian burial ground. <laughs> That's what like, I'm convinced of. Who has a, there's, there's a voodoo doll? There's got to be something. So, at least those are a couple. Uh, Tyler Smith also, starting left guard for your... Dallas Cowboys yes. did practice, so that's that's certainly going to be a plus for that team if that can be the case. All right, it is a Wednesday, so we can play a little game, Scott, a little Would You Rather on a Wednesday. It's now time to play Would You Rather with BetMGM tonight on the BetQL Network. Love Russ. Love Russ's imaging. Love we Russ's voice. Do. Yeah, that's what we all say. Russ kills this. Come on, Russ. (laughs) Would you rather on a Wednesday? Whole lot of NFL. Would you rather, Trista, 
Bet the 0-2 Patriots to make the playoffs, plus 330, depending on where you shop. Or the 0-2 Bengals to win their division, plus 450. Oh, I believe I think, that's at BetMGM. Yeah, I, this is a great question, by the way. Thank so you, nice Dylan. job uh, to you and Dylan, uh, you for your uh, excellent commentary, and Dylan for the question. I think I'm going to take the Bengals, plus 450. Why? Because we already have injuries with, with the Ravens. And if Odell's not out there... Or if somehow Zay Flowers gets banged up, I mean, this thing could go off the rails very fast. The Bengals already uh, one of the teams that you feel like is very resilient, offensively potent, start slow as just a matter of who they are. I could see this team rattling off like 11 straight wins. Maybe they go one and two, maybe, and then just like bang, bang, bang. Once they're fully, fully ready and, and locked and loaded and Joe Burrow is healthy, I like that price, plus 450. Two, two losses, and we're already getting that much of an overreaction. Uh, I don't think the Pats make the playoffs at all just because you've got already got two teams at least that I think are going to get in. Um, I don't see the Jets getting in, but it wouldn't be like it wouldn't be as shocking as the Pats. Bengals are 19th in strength of schedule right now. Ravens are 22nd, so they're kind of like in the same realm at this point. But, yeah, that plus 450, one makes it enticing, and two – they were 0-2 last year. Yeah. Right? The The concern, though, is against the Rams, if Joe Burrow can't go and they lose that and they fall to 0-3. Now, I know we're on a 17-game mm-hmm. schedule, not a 16-game schedule. So all of these, you start 0-3, last team to do it, blah, blah, blah. Like, we've, it's different now. You've got an extra game to do it. I would also go that direction as well. I would take the Bengals. They've been there before. And the 0-2, I don't want to say it was expected, but, like, we know the slow starts that they have. They have an understanding of what it takes to get back to that, but you got to figure it out quick, and you got to have Joe Burrow get healthy. And what if he's missing three weeks? Then you're a little bit concerned. But plus 450 to win a division where the Ravens could still deal with more injuries, it's always a possibility, and there's always Lamar Jackson. It gives them a chance there. So, Would you rather, as we continue, bet the Dolphins against the Broncos over? 48-and-a-half at last check I uh, bet MGM, minus 110 each way. Or the Chargers and Vikings over. Touched on this earlier. 54-ish. Again, minus 110 each way at bet MGM. Nick, you, the floor is yours. Oh, Chargers, Vikings over. Give me the over Defense on that. Defense need not apply. Defense does not exist in this game. I, I mean, look, the Vikings we know are going to sit there and just try to air the thing out, get it to Justin Jefferson, TJ Hawkinson as much as they can. We know what the Chargers can do offensively. They have sure. the weapons there. They've struggled no defensively. No sign of Eckler today practice today and that's and that's that's certainly another issue but you've got you know you still have other weapons in the backfield that you can go to but we know it's the wide receivers it's the pass catchers that you go to if you're the chargers like they they've they've got the ability to go out there and put up 50 points on the vikings in that defense if they really want to yeah i think actually the broncos uh versus dolphins game is a sneaky under you've got the broncos a top defense you know the dolphins Without Jalen Walla, potentially, Dolphins defensively looked really good. That was an under game with the Patriots as well. So I'd probably actually lean under. I love the the Vikings Chargers over at 54. That number just seems like a 27-30 game, doesn't it? Like a 57. That would be 57, yeah, yes. Yeah, 57 60 64 type of scenario. All right, one more quick one. T, start with you. Would you rather bet B. John Robinson plus 180 at BetMGM or 
Puka. We're just calling him. He's got one name now. He's Puka. He's Puka. Puka, Puka. Uh, uh, six to one, plus 600 for offensive rookie. God, I think, I think for the value alone, I got to take Puka. If what we're seeing is the beginning of something historic and special, got to take the six to one. That's the thing. You're leaning on a guy that has 25 receptions over the first two games of his career. Mm-hmm. And look, he was a four-star. That doesn't just happen. He was a four-star recruit. That's what a lot of people forget. Four-star recruit, Washington, Utah. I, I mean, this is BYU, a guy. Yep. Great Great player, just didn't stay healthy. So he may have the potential to go out there, maybe not get you 15 receptions every single game. The value and the potential there alone and the story, it's a narrative-based one. I would take Puka at 6-1. It's BetMGM the night.